0: Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might wanna walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm gonna deliver the goods, cause I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Let's
1: rumble. <laughs> Disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Ola creepos. Welcome to another edition of the creep off, the greatest true crime podcast to ever exist. A show about creeps, by creeps, for creeps. Bay bay. I'm back from Chicago, and now I get to look at Carla. Hey everyone.
2: What is happening, Vinny Palvino? Welcome back. Wow, you were gone for a long time living your best life. I was a
1: bit of a problem for like a week and a half. It
2: seems like it. Yeah. Well, congratulations. I'm getting Carl sucks on national television. Yeah, that was fun. That was your biggest accomplishment of the week. No, it wasn't.
1: It was my second biggest accomplishment of the week. What what was your biggest accomplishment of the week? Well, Carl, yesterday I proved what a virile, strong, badass motherfucker I am. (laughs) Okay, it's
2: a good setup because I could also be the punchline.
1: hmm, I walked straight up to the goddamn gates of City Hall of Gary, Indiana.
2: You did, did.
1: and here's proof. There it is, baby. In broad daylight, you puss. Oh, I'm the problem. Oh, I'll
2: go to Gary Indiana, like at, like, a noon. <laughs> didn't you, like, fly around it? I flew over it, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: I drove to it. Yeah,
2: well, hey, it sounds like you took a wrong turn there, buddy. No, buddy. I, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Everybody at home listening to this, a people's champ's chant is starting. Producer Chris drove through Gary, too. I don't see him taking a victory lap about it. No, he drove on the highway. He didn't stop and go find City Hall and get out and take a picture That's not all you were doing in Gary, Indiana. Spanking it, jacking it, jacking it, jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it, it, smack. There's a warrant out for your arrest. I was gonna say, I swear to Christ, I hope my DNA was not left there. Cause oh no, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yep, we were supposed to have Doctor Steve on the show today. We were supposed to be doing creepiest medical professional.
2: And then what did Doctor Steve go and do? <laughs>
1: got COVID.
2: Yeah, are we allowed to say that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. He he wasn't well this
1: week. Yeah, he got a little sick. So he he wanted to be on the show, but he wasn't able to. Please but, uh, tweet at Doctor Steve how angry you are at him. Please let him know how much he's let you down. We changed
2: our schedule around for Doctor Steve. Yes. And then the old guilt trip with the uh, fever and the uh, sickness and the illness. Like, I'll oh, fine. And the
1: plummeting oxygen levels. I mean, my God. <laughs> fine. Fine. We had less than 24 hours' notice on what we were going to do today. So uh, we made it easy and we went wild card, bitches. We got a wild card. But before we get into our creeps for this week, we
2: got to talk about what, two weeks ago now when we did. Uh, Creepiest Chinese person
1: yeah. round 2 I didn't even pull the image I beat the fuck out of you it was awesome
2: Oh uh, yes it did. was amazing oh, Please
1: And this is a huge deal the tower of power too sweet to be sour. The people's
3: champion
1: <laughs> Gotcha Carl a win for Vinny we are now tied going into the next round I don't know how that happened, because I don't remember that episode. It was the one where the guy set the uh, kindergarten class on fire. Oh,
2: right. Yeah, okay. All yeah. right, you win. Fair yeah. enough.
1: Yeah. Well played, sir. So now it's one-to-one for this round. Yeah. Sorry it's taking us a second to get our bearings, everyone. It's been a while.
2: Also, I want to say that because Vinny went up, and I still have the video that I have to put out of you doing the open mic set of doing Patrick Michael's material, yeah. the stand-up material, Yeah. but you also kicked off our live show. I did. Doing his material, which got you out of doing any more Creeps the Roses episodes.
1: Yes, that was the deal, That was folks. the deal. It's made. announced here. Carl needed an opener, and I was willing to oblige in exchange for a significant I love how of many payment. people didn't
2: realize that that was Patrick Michael material. Oh, it was. There were a lot of people who were just like,
1: Vinny's flat today. I don't know. And <laughs> not chested, but just like material. Word. Right. Um, I feel that the second show went a little better than the first one. Yes. And no one has gotten to see the first one yet. So I'd really appreciate it. And why don't you just email it to me today and I'll release the whole thing on a creep off YouTube. I will. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and you'll be able to watch it at your leisure whenever you want to. So there was actually a lot me. of people at it. Which, yeah. Have we talked about it yet? I don't think we have. No, I don't think we did either. I think it happened right after we recorded there the were, following day. Yes, you're right. So there were probably twenty five, thirty people
2: in that room, which I was surprised by. I thought it would be a ghost town. And of course, when you go to an open mic Everyone in there thinks they're a comedian. So it's not a fun crowd. It's to bomb not. In front because of. they're
1: constantly judging. Yes. And they all no think there, they know better. No
2: one's there to just have a good time.
1: Do you know they're how many of them, them would love it for me to go up there and actually fucking bomb like that? Do you know how, much, you how many of them would. Oh. They, you did and they did. No, it was make believe. I was, was high fiving people on the way out. It was, was make believe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I believe oh, that you, you no longer have your spots at the. Uh, Comedy club here, right? Because word got around? That's not true. That you've lost your
1: fastball? That's not true. It hasn't hit the internet yet. I still oh, technically have right. booked. That's right. I'll, I'll send uh, Mark a link to it so uh, you can get it out. Fucker you still have one in the can that you owe, pal. Well, and I have talked to many a listener, and we yeah. have all made a decision. Okay. When it comes to the seven-second porn challenge. Okay.
2: Well, I don't think that you guys are a governing body. but I go think ahead. we absolutely are. You and the
1: are. listeners are a new governing body for us. All right. I speak for the people, baby. Yeah. Now, uh, we have decided that it's now the 14-second porn challenge No, on account of it took you so long. No, because I actually did do it on the airplane. As no. You, as you asked me
2: to. As we were taking off. And uh, I'll produce that video, and we'll get that
1: up for everyone to see. You did it on the airplane. Sure. Okay, so all you did was get filmed sitting on the airplane, and you're going to put the mute, the audio of, I was supposed to be there to witness it. This, I, this does not stand. I already know the shenanigans. I can see it in your face. I can see it in your... Crooked teeth, don't you make <laughs> fart noises at me. Far- don't don't make fart noises at me, Carl. That's right. <laughs> draw the- Carl. I am drawing the fucking line. Stop making fart noises at me. All right, fair enough. So, uh, and you know, you didn't do it. <laughs> so, you're we'll, a goddamn liar. We'll get liar. that
2: video produced. I mean, we'll get that video edited and uh, uploaded
1: real soon. Shenanigans! <laughs> I call shenanigans. You are doing it in Wegmans now. Are you produce re- department? Are you ready, dickhead? Are you ready to get into this? I don't think you are. You're about to get owned, son. Well, you're going first, so it's fine. Let's do it. Hit it. It's wild card, so I decided to uh, create my own little category for myself because I found out that today is the first day of school. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh,
0: back to school. Back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool.
2: Why would he need to go back to first grade and second
1: grade i mean that was a little silly right that premise that just showed his dedication to his father i really commend young billy madison for that fair enough my creep today came from a little place called davers massachusetts and his name is philip chisholm now last year around this time we did creepiest teacher which i'd like to revisit the category i think that's a fun one yeah but uh my category i created for myself was creepiest student oh okay so i decided to have a little fun today and uh, Philip wasn't from da- Danvers. He had just moved there from Tennessee. This kid had a rough summer. He's 14 years old. Mm-hmm. His father had just left, and his mother and two siblings were forced to move to a one-room basement apartment in his aunt's house. Oh. Yeah. They're poor people. These He's not people. having a good time. These He's a 14-year-old people. kid. Yeah. He wasn't handling it well. What, kind of, what type of console did he have for his video games? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. See, he this was, is where
2: you could have set a PS2 and made it seem really sad.
1: I don't even know if they had a TV, Carl. Oh, I don't think they had a enough. TV. This kid didn't even have a phone. What? That's outrageous. Yeah. Actually, he did. It got him in a lot of trouble later. We'll talk about that. But according to some reports, there was one good thing at his school. You see, our boy, Philip Chisholm. I'm a teacher. little hot for teacher. Nice. Okay. Now, the teacher that we're talking about, her name is Colleen Ritzer. She was 24 years old, and I'm going to tell you. All right. Good-looking girl. All right. On October 22nd in 2013, like I said, he's 14 years old, his math teacher asked him to stay after school. The pair was last seen with her sitting at the computer and Chisholm next to her. There is no evidence that Ritzer ever engaged in anything inappropriate with this kid. By all indications, Ritzer's interactions were entirely professional, appropriate, It is suspected that Chisholm was infatuated with Ritzer and uh, became very upset with her after she spurned his advances. Okay. So we don't really know what happened here yet. So he was hitting on the teacher that all the kids hit on. Probably. Right. Did you ever hit on a teacher, Carl? No, but
2: we had one of those teachers. It's weird. It was a substitute teacher that was the hot chick teacher. Yeah. And then after I graduated, she was dating a guy who was from the grade ahead of me. Get the fuck out. Is that out. fucked up? Like the most popular kid at school then was fucking her.
1: Yeah, that checks out in Spencer for it.
2: It does, doesn't it? It does. But That's it do- wild. it goes to show you though, and this I thought this was interesting because you see this happen all the time. I know this is totally unrelated to what you're talking about. Yeah. But where the young hot teacher ends up fucking the students, you go, why? They're children. But it's like those are the people you work with every day. Right. Right? Those cr- are your those are your uh you get a little Bubba crushy mates. poo. Yeah. A little crushy right. poo. Right. It's, it seems to legitimately happen quite a bit. If you are
1: in high school, kids, hold out hope. <laughs> hold out hope. That's what, I, that's what I want to tell you. Keep hitting on them and hold out hope. I would love to hear from a teacher who's been hit on by a student. Or from like, a student, if you want to tell us yeah, that tell story. Yeah, tell us that story, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because honest to God, I th- I'm thinking about this. No way did I have the confidence yeah. to make a move on a teacher. Yeah, that's pretty ballsy. That's impressive. Eh, well, let's talk about what happened next. I told you, October 22nd, he's staying after school. It's about three o'clock. School is out. According to CCTV footage, which stands for closed circuit television. I know what that stands for, but yes, <laughs> I'm just making sure everyone knows I do because some people made some comments <laughs> on Reddit recently. But, yeah, uh, what kind of comments? That I thought it said for closed caption. Oh, okay. Because I may have misspoken once.
3: Bitty, bitty, bitty. All right.
1: I like that song. The teacher goes to the bathroom. I'm going to show you some footage of what happened here, okay? This is from the, the closed caption? This thing? is the closed circuit <laughs> yeah. camera outside. This is actual footage. For those of you who are watching on YouTube, I will uh, narrate for you listening. All right. There is the teacher. All right, she's cute. Yeah, she's, mean, she's cute. Not, her body can... And there's the student... Work. Oh, okay. Sticking his head out and just kind of watching her go. Uh, he looks a little pensive. Yeah, he's not sure what his next move is going to be. He starts to follow her, uh, and then no, he goes no, back into no. the classroom. do like he looked at the camera right there and went, eh, nope. And then comes oh. out with the hood on. Oh, well, now we don't know who he is. And he's walking towards the bathroom and putting on a pair of gloves. Why is he putting gloves on? Why is he putting gloves on? Well, great question. Chisholm walked into the bathroom and raped Ritzer and slit her throat and stabbed her 16 times. Oh,
2: God. Okay. So he wanted video evidence, but he didn't want fingerprints anywhere. Correct. Good good thinking.
1: Now, here's a fun thing that happened. During the crime, as he's raping the teacher in the women's bathroom, another student walks in, Mm -hmm. sees his bare ass, because I assume... He's raping this woman doggy style. And this person thinks that he's changing. Okay. So she turns around and walks out and leaves and thinks nothing of it. So you don't think it was reverse cowgirl? I do not. Okay. I do not. Okay. After this stupid dumbass. After this, he changes clothes. Yeah. He goes out. He comes back. And when he comes back, he is, uh, what is this he's carrying with him? Is this a garbage tote? Yes. He it went is. from a blue hood hoodie to a red track jacket with his face completely exposed. Wait, he he changed clothes in this? Yes, because he was covered in blood. Oh man, yeah, that's a good point. So the teacher's in this bathroom dead. He was covered in blood, and he changes quick because he planned this, Carl. He very much planned this. Goes and gets this tote. Then he changes again in the bathroom. Okay. After he's seen going in the bathroom in a red tracksuit, he comes out with the same tote that is now covered in blood, and now he's wearing a white shirt and a mask. Surprised he's got so
2: many change of wardrobes.
1: Do you see Four all the years. blood on the hats? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's gross. That is fucking sick. So he is on footage for all of this. He then takes her into the it recycling like he had bin. second thoughts at first, too, didn't it? When he
2: first walked out, he's like, Nah, maybe I shouldn't murder and rape my... Yeah, yeah, I I should Yeah, yeah. right. I've been thinking about it for a while. I just need to...
1: What do my uh, counselors say? I gotta start executing on my ideas. And I really just can't take another afternoon of sitting in the one-bedroom basement apartment with my little brother and sister. (laughs) Calling me a virgin. Uh, I'll show them. Well, Carl, let's talk about how this gets creepier, shall we? All right. He takes her dead body out in the woods, where he rapes it again.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Necrophilia. He then left her body in a suggestive position. Her pants and underwear were were removed. Her shirt was pulled up, her bra down, exposing her breasts with her ass straight up in the air and her like in the doggy style sex position. He then placed a three foot stick into her body. Okay. They did not say which hole. Get creative with it. He then dropped a note that read, I hate you all. Next to her body. Who's he mad at here?
2: <laughs> Who's he really mad at? Dad. Probably.
1: He's like,
3: Where, where? My daddy, my daddy, where?
1: <laughs> As he's just walking away, leaving his teacher's fucking dead slit open throat body in a pile of leaves. Here is the creepiest fact of all of okay. this. Okay. What do you think a 14-year-old boy does after this situation?
2: Oh, can I take a, a quick stab at that? Yeah, please. Jagging it,
3: jagging it, jacket it, jack it, it, jackin' it, spanking it, spank
1: he took a quick stab at his teacher. Now, he did not do that. Oh, okay. He went to a movie theater. Oh, okay. And he went and watched the movie Blue Jasmine, which was directed by Woody Allen.
2: Oh, you know what? I actually have audio of him coming out of the theater right after uh, watching that movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It stinks. Fucking thing sucks. He didn't enjoy it. <laughs> he did not like it. It's not for 14-year-olds, though.
1: He went to go see a Woody Allen movie. Dude, Christ. That's bizarre. A lot is bizarre here, Carl. <laughs> yeah, yes. a, lot, a lot of
2: weird shit going on. Yes.
1: Anyway. He went and saw a Woody Allen movie. He also, fun fact, bought the movie ticket with the teacher's credit card.
2: So wait, he does want to get caught or he doesn't want to get caught because he's taking some precautions. He's, he's a dumb 14-year-old. T- yeah, he's, he's taking some
1: odd precautions on this one. Yes, exactly correct. He is doing everything. Did he think going to a Woody Allen movie would maybe make it seem like it wasn't him? Listen, I was just in an art house film. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, love- well, I, don't, I didn't even like Woody Allen. Of course it wasn't me. <laughs> you ever see Bananas? I really enjoyed <laughs> Bananas. This is the fun chain of events here. Okay. Phillip's mom calls the police to report him missing around 6.30. So he was supposed to be home a couple hours ago. It's just
2: calling the police? Yeah. Oh, come on.
1: He's 14. you got to wait 24 hours to start calling in missing person. She goes down to the police station. Not only does she call, she goes down to the police station. A busybody. The cops are trying to find him. The principal sends out an email to her staff about Philip being missing. One of the math teachers calls the principal and tells her that Colleen is also missing and that she's concerned because Colleen's last class was with Philip.
2: Wait a second. How does this person know that Colleen is missing? Who knows? Maybe they had plans to do something.
1: She just didn't show up. I wouldn't say she they're was like,
2: missing. If you weren't at the comedy club today, I'm not calling the police to try to figure out where you are. Like, all right, but he doesn't feel like hanging out today. It's fine.
1: <laughs> You'd be all upset.
2: What kind of self-esteem do you have where someone st- stands you up and you call them in as missing?
1: A couple hours later, police find him walking along a two-lane road when the cops ask him what... He's doing he says just walking and they recognize him as is Philip Chisholm and he says yes I am and they go is there anything dangerous in the bag and would you like to know what 14 year old Philip had to say what did he say Vinny yeah yes there was he said uh yeah go in there and take a look and they opened it up and they found the box cutter they found her underwear they found her wallet they found her turned on cell phone
3: hey, what
1: So he's just walking around with all of this evidence? Just walking around with it. What a dummy. Caught a Woody Allen movie with it. What a dum-dum. Now, when uh, the cop said to him, whose blood is this? He goes, it's the girls. And uh, she's in the woods by the school.
2: (laughs) In a hilarious pose. If you remember the song Face Down Ass Up, Officer, (laughs) you're going to really enjoy this pose. That's the way we like to fuck.
1: (laughs) So... Here's a fun fact. This is my absolute favorite fact. During the trial, this comes out. I heard the testimony of the school custodian who, because of a language barrier, mistakenly cleaned up the bloody bathroom, which he described as a slaughterhouse.
2: <laughs> because of a language barrier?
1: No, because it's adult. <laughs> what a fucking dummy. He just thought all the girls were cycling together. Just, the cops had to be pissed, like, did you clean this up? And he just goes, no. No, no, no. That's hilarious. Like, did you murder this
3: woman? It's already broken.
1: <laughs> so the poor janitor. Either way, there was enough evidence. Uh, the judge dumb. gave this kid life in prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. But... That was only for the murder charge. That was the maximum we could get. He also gave the kid a 40-year concurrent sentence on the charges of aggravated rape and armed robbery, meaning that he will be 54 years old before he gets the chance to get out. And, uh... Listen, guys. If you're young and you're listening to this, and you're thinking about doing something fucked up to your teacher... Stop it. Get some help. Don't do it. Now... that's my creep this week, not so like,
2: I don't like that you're playing the world's greatest rock and roll song, because I might even vote for you. You should. I feel like you're doing that to play a psychological game and make it seem like you're the
1: guy who won this week. But yeah. before people declare Let winning. me ask you a question, though. Do you think, like, if this kid was hitting on the teacher, that there was anything in his mind that thought she was just going to look at him and be like, Yeah, come on my face. That's fine.
2: <laughs> get that from <laughs> Damn it! fantastic listener i hate people i hate people so much yeah come on my face that's fine by the way this is episode number 78 we did it which you will recall episode one i said no one's listening to this and hasn't heard another episode yet they're going back and listening to it they probably started at 78 which is possible because we just did the dick off a crossover show with Dick Masterson on our Patreon. That was so much fun. Which was fun. We did that from the Airbnb. Casey was there for some reason. Okay. How Let's funny talk is that? about Casey. How funny is that? It's, it's you, me, Dick. We have Andy the Goat. Croge is there. Producer Chris. Jen from the Jingles Department. We're all hanging out. And I'm like, who wants the fourth mic? Casey's like, yep, I'll take that.
1: Oh, my God. And you know what was really funny? Was that uh, Croge called her husband Lurch. <laughs> That was that was mean. I don't think he looks like Lurch. I think he looks like a kind of retarded Neville Longbottom, like like okay. from uh, Harry Potter. Wow, everyone's saw. Uh, he looks shots like a, in at this poor guy. He looks like Neville Long Rotten. Really, he's just not. <laughs> he's just he was eating bagels and looking at me while I was doing this whole doing the show. It was off-putting. But go check that out on the Patreon. It yes. is a very fun episode. We discuss Ron Jeremy's legal troubles. Oh God, that's and boy, are they story. many. Oh, His attorney boy.
2: is my new favorite person.
1: Yeah, go listen to that episode. If you're a patron and you haven't heard it yet, do it. If you're not, time to pay Five up Five bucks, all it takes. It's also available on Who Are These Podcasts. All right, so- hey, Don't forget that you can, uh, if you are joining the Patreon, join the True Believers.
2: Excelsior, True
1: Believers.
2: Do you ever talk about the fact that we give people merchandise who sign up for our Patreon? Yeah, you get
1: stickers. There's a t-shirt. Yeah, there's some cool shit. We, yeah, we if send you're, some stuff your way. Yeah, you get, there's a mug. You get some neat stuff.
2: All right. I want to talk about a pedophile named uh, Richard Huckle,
1: a oh, British I gotta man. i got to listen to
2: yours now. Yes. Fine. Richard Huckle is a British man. When he was a teenager, he received a camera as a gift, a digital camera. And that got him into photography. Became really good with photography. He went to school, but it didn't really take. He decided, you know, maybe maybe he will take a year off and uh, and travel a little bit.
3: Richard Huckle spent a gap year in the Malaysian capital, Kuala Lumpur. He worked in an mm. orphanage. He was also placed as a Sunday school teacher at a community church. We can't name it.
1: Yeah. So he went to
2: Malaysia <laughs> to work at an
1: orphanage. Would you please hit the dead giveaway? That's
2: something- <laughs> also the Sunday school. Give
1: away. Yeah, give away. And he's got his camera with him for he's all got the his, classes. He's Does got his a...
2: camera with him. And uh, wow did he take to Malaysia? He is a
3: fan of this place. Huckle had used his religion and a fast-track teaching qualification to dupe his way into a poor community. He then spent nine years raping their babies, toddlers, older children. Much of it he filmed and shared with other pedophiles.
1: They love filming it, don't they? They love filming it and sharing it. I went to AEW Fest. Yes! And I took a lot of pictures.
2: Well, that's not illegal.
1: That's fine. I understand the need to want to take pictures when you're having a great time.
2: Right, yes. Yeah, so you want to document it and you want to relive it over and over again. I get it. Of course, what Vinny was really doing was just finding the fattest fucks. At all of these events, filming them and then messaging me. (laughs) Just the fattest people you've ever seen. I just wanted to
1: make sure Carl knows how lucky he has it.
2: Dude, people wearing... I don't think they
1: make sizes for these people because their clothes didn't fit, but it's not their fault. They have what I like to call the front butt. Yes, they outgrew their clothing. Where the gut just hangs out and for some reason the gut turns into like... uh, Like a little butt like it has a crack and it's just like two that's gross
0: gross.
2: i don't want to
1: talk about it anymore it was fun to watch let's get back into
2: something that we can talk about that's pedophilia so aside from teaching sunday school working with churches going to the orphanage uh he also had another strategy
0: his strategy would go as follows he takes pictures of children he meets at the beach He offers them prints of the photos to gain their trust, and then speaks to the parents, where after a conversation starts to bubble, he offers to teach free English lessons to the children. But of course, we know what his true intentions were. Right,
2: so he's taking these really nice shots. He's half the students. Yeah, he's he's (laughs) taking all these great shots of these children, and that becomes his cover. Because he's constantly taking photos with children and sharing them normally on Facebook like anybody else
3: would. For nine years, Richard Huckle had been committing monstrous crimes against many of the children entrusted to his care. As a cover, he posted many innocent photographs of his victims on the legitimate internet. But on the encrypted websites of the dark web, he also filmed and photographed himself abusing them and shared the images with other pedophiles. Oh,
1: boy. That's not good. Mm. And this guy was not. It's pretty smart, though. He's now known as like the college-educated yeah. e- guy. What would he possibly be doing? Well, and he's doing everything he can to just make everything he does look innocent, which is extra nefarious. Everyone trusted
2: him. Because these are these are poor people, yeah. and this guy's going, teaching their kids English, bringing them to the fancy parts of the city, showing them a good time, doing all this photography and stuff. And uh, this guy was no slouch when it came to molesting children. He may be one of the best ever.
0: Richard Hackle groomed those children, and he groomed them to a point that he was certain that no matter what he did to them, they would not tell their parents of the abuse that they were suffering from him. So he goes on this website called The Love Zone.
2: familiar with this site? No. Good! You shouldn't be! It's not a good site!
0: The content was shared to various websites, but one which stored the most of his content was one by the name of The Love Zone. The Love Zone, when it was still available on the dark web, was one of the world's largest and most secure pedophile networks, with around
1: 45,000 members.
0: 45,000 members? That's lower
1: than I thought. Is
2: it? God! I don't know, we'll be there's how the, many
1: billions of people on the planet, we'll 45,000. we
2: for many years to come. I'm not worried about running out of content on this it's show. now man.
1: episode 7778!
2: <laughs> so, this guy was not only molesting children, he was dating them.
3: Huckle shared abuse pictures of her on the dark web and wrote, It's quite amazing to have stuck with the same child lover for so many years, and I hope, from the images you have seen,
0: enjoyed watching her grow. It's not often in child porn you can compare the bodies of a 5-year-old and a 12-year-old that are the same girl. I'm sure I'll have plenty more sex with her in the future.
2: Very proud of himself for what he's able to accomplish. Fortunately...
0: Uh, uh, Fortunately, hate
2: the, these people the so love much. zone was compromised
0: in 2014. What users didn't realize, though, was that the site had been compromised by police, Fuck and Richard yeah. near decade of child sex abuse was about to come to an end. So
2: this guy was one of the most prolific producers on this website, and you get rewarded for more content that you share, especially if it's your own created content, and then you move up and there's a crowdfunding so aspect to it so it's like a it. pedophile pyramid scheme there yes there's a there's a crowdfunding aspect to it so he was actually raising money what? with more videos uh, and listen to this he had pedophile only fans he didn't yeah and he didn't respect other pedophiles who weren't living the life, who were just enjoying the- the fruits of his labor. Fucking
0: posers. He made the hit list because he was a producer, uploading exclusive fresh material on a weekly basis. Argos officer Paul Griffiths would say, quote, He belittled others on the forum for claiming they were pedophiles. He thought they were just sitting at home living off other people's experiences, while he was out there living the life. He continued, "Huckle talked about leaving a legacy, where he'd be remembered because of the material he produced he
2: wanted to leave a legacy of cp he wanted to be the greatest cp producer of all time and he might be well this i mean went on
1: god on. i mean the core records will live on i'm sure
2: yeah so this went on for almost 10 years and it's because this guy would photography videos he was blurring out images in the background so you couldn't tell where he was he was you knew how to scrape the metadata so that you wouldn't know things like time date things that get added to the file automatically he was able to scrub all that stuff out. Now, the one thing he couldn't scrub out was the make of the camera that was taking the photos and videos. And what the police were doing is they were looking for, once they figured out he was in Malaysia, they were looking for anyone else posting images anywhere on the legit web, Facebook, wherever.
1: With that camera. With the same camera. And there's all his fucking And there's pictures. all of his photos with him and all these little kids. And they went, bingo. Bingo gotcha hold on i have actual audio of the cops
2: bingo yeah bingo bingo that's m so impressive work it was actually australian police that were able to figure out who this was so he was flying back and forth to england and malaysia and he was flying back in 2014 for uh for christmas to be with his family. Oh, how nice. Yep, and uh, he was arrested.
3: Huckle was arrested at Gatwick Airport when he flew home for Christmas 2014. He was eventually charged with 91 serious sex assaults on 23 children. They were victims in an extraordinary case that threatened to overwhelm investigators and the British courts. Police believe he attacked up to 200 children. Up to
2: 200
1: children. This Yeah, guy about how many teachers did he murder?
2: Come might on, be the most prolific pedophile in the history. Listen to this court case that they had to do. This is unprecedented
0: richard pleaded not guilty to all 91 charges which took over an hour to be read to the court at this point the prosecution started to prepare three yes three separate trials as they didn't believe a single jury should be subjected to all of the graphic evidence that would be presented they'd also prepared counselors for each juror as they thought being shown all this graphic material of children being raped and abused would cause psychological problems for them after the trial had ended
2: it was so heinous they didn't want to subject a single juror to everything i've never heard of such a thing
1: yeah come on what do you think people want to do in jury duty they want the fucking details so this is all crimes that happened in malaysia which by the way
2: no parents have come out and said anything no children have said anything it's only because he got himself
1: caught all these cops did was break up a bunch of relationships
2: It's only because he got himself caught by posting all this stuff on uh, on the internet. And what's interesting is that he also made trips to India and Cambodia and Laos. And
1: they believe he was doing this everywhere, but they're not even sure. So let me just say this, Carl. I would pay... A lot of money. To have 200 children? That's disgusting. No. To watch this man get arrested in that airport. Yes. Yes. I want to see the footage of that because this guy had to be so fucking shocked. Right. Because he thought he was so goddamn smart. He was getting away with it for so long. Uh, All right. Let's get... uh, I'd fucking need a cigarette after watching that. I would just... (laughs) It would be like White Sox game laughter.
2: (laughs) So... He did. Uh, he did plead guilty. He's to... just getting dragged out. Like, oh no, god! Actually, what's no in... god? Please, no. What's no! crazy is that no! he. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know no! what all your drops go on for. What's crazy is that he was actually let out on bail after he was initially get arrested. Get the
1: fuck out of here!
2: They won't show the jury the evidence, but they well, let him out on bail. So they confiscated his computers, and it was all encrypted, so they couldn't get to. I mean this guy was pretty buttoned up they could Mm -hmm. not beat the encryption uh but let's get into some of these crimes there
0: in court the prosecution would go on to say that richard huckle would make his way into poor communities in malaysia where he would go on to abuse and rape girls boys babies toddlers and preteens it was explained that huckle's youngest victim was a baby just six months old whilst another baby was attacked just after her first birthday. A further seven were aged between one and three when they were attacked by him, whilst some were abused for years. And when they found these videos
2: and these images, 20,000 of them, because this guy's prolific, they
0: did make this point. Police would never crack the encryption fully, and they say the 20,000 videos and pictures were quite literally a tiny percentage of what was stored on his devices.
2: So there were hundreds of thousands of images and videos that he was posting. You don't know that. He could just have like a big iTunes library. It's, that's also very possible. He'd want to encrypt that in case he was into like Madonna or some weird stuff. He didn't want people to know about... Why did I say Madonna. <laughs> he's embarrassed about madonna what's oh, embarrassing about the material girl nothing why do they think isotopes that
1: isotopes albums on right, it right that would have been a funnier see. see that would have been a funnier joke now uh ladies and gentlemen are you done with your creep no i got a couple more things that okay. are really amazing about this guy i know i know i'm sucking all the air out of the room give me a second here. oh now. this guy's this guy sucks but he didn't murder his teacher and rape her dead body no would much much worse much, no,
2: the harm that he caused much much worse so this is him a post that he put up on the Love Zone bragging about how amazing he is, and this is also him raising money for um, the content he's producing.
0: A three-year-old girl as loyal to me as my dog, and nobody seemed to care. The three-year-old I can have so much sex with that it's just boring. Tongue oh. out emoji. Well, at least she's now ready for business with pedo funding.
2: And it gets worse, Vinny. This guy decided he's so good at raping children that he's going to create a manual that you could order and then you can learn how to do this.
0: Paco had also wrote a 60-page child sex abuse manual explaining how to get away with exploiting children in Asia titled Pedophiles in Poverty, Child Lover Guide. The Child Lover
2: Guide 60-page manual. And Vinny... When you've been fucking children for near a decade, you need to add something to it to make it a little bit more interesting. So what this guy did is he gamified it. You familiar with gamify? No. The concept of gamify?
1: No. Like weight
2: loss apps will help you gamify. Uh, You you know I'm not
1: familiar with those. I
2: know. You get little rewards and things or maybe like an exercise app. Candy? Well, no, you get points, and then you can compete with others. Can you
1: turn them in for candy? He had
2: (laughs) the weight loss app? No. So he had uh, his own little system here.
0: Then from November of 2013 to November of 2014, so one month before he was arrested, he started to implement a system into his abuse called Guido Points Chart. Now, how this would work is he would award himself points based on 15 categories. Rape would have scored a 15, and that would have been the worst category. Well, within one year of implementing this system, he amassed a score of 1305, So this just goes to show you how much rape and abuse went on in that year alone. And remember, this went on for nearly 10 years. (laughs) He
2: racked up 1,300 points. When you get 15 points for rape, that's the... Okay. You ready for a happy ending, Mr. Uh, Paulino? uh, Yeah. Okay. There's a guy named Paul Fitzgerald who's in prison with Richard Huckle. Paul Fitzgerald is also a child molester. (laughs)
1: great but he decides to did he like the manual he decides (laughs) richard's worse
0: after selecting richard as his victim one week prior he would put him through what's been described as a prolonged attack designed to humiliate and degrade his hands and feet had been bound before he was gagged and strangled with an electric cord he was then raped and a spoon was inserted into his anus which entered his lower bowel He had his jaw broken from having his head smashed on the cell floor around six or seven times before getting finished off when a pen fixed with a blade to its end was inserted up his nose and into his brain.
2: So he was murdered in uh, prison. And uh, props to Paul Fitzgerald. Well done, my friend. We need a hero! (laughs) Yes! How long did it take? It was over an hour, and I love that no one was the wiser... It was like, oh, where were the guards? I, I don't know. I Actually, Carl, it.
1: I don't think it was that no one was the wiser. They were just like, oh. Exactly. The one pedo's killing the other pedo. Exactly. They're like, well, we'll see how this Fine. plays out. Cool. <laughs> Great. They're putting wagers on it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. God,
2: man, being a prison guard has got to be fun. Oh, it's got to be a lot of fun. I, I know, would imagine God. there's a lot of, like, napping. Oh, man, I was just taking a nap when all that happened.
1: I got to get Rick Matthews on here. He's a hysterical comic, and he was a prison guard at uh, fucking Attica.
2: Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, Let's man. do
1: it. Rick has got some stories, I bet. He would be good. Yeah. So they fucking brain-knifed him, huh?
2: Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah, that sounds
2: like it'd be painful. Wow. Well, I would imagine, because I've, I've had the COVID test, and that's not fun. I can't imagine if there was a blade
1: and they just kept going well i'm gonna make everybody feel better right now and just remind you <laughs> that you go to thecreepoff.com to vote this week hey, and you while you're our, there you don't have our info on the screen yeah it's on the top there creepoff.com i know follow okay. us on instagram at creepoffpod on twitter wherever you buy stuff we on patreon Wherever you listen to the podcast, yeah, you sound defeated, Benny.
2: Is it because I won this week and it's obvious? Is that why you've like lost all of your spark? Yeah, come
1: up my face. That's fine. What was that? All right. What did you say, Carl? That guy. What, Carl? Vote that guy. for Vinny. Let's see that dick. Yeah, come up my face. That's fine. Oh uh, All right.
2: The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse, home of the famous Salt Museum. This museum is run 100% off Carl whining about losing again. See
3: you in Syracuse.
2: I don't think you've been paying attention to the show. I
1: have not you been You lost this week.
2: I, I beat you. I that
1: much. I beat you, bitch. All right. All right. Uh, first voicemail. Hey, Vinny Palpeño.
3: It's your boy, Mr. Off. Ah.
1: In California, I wanted to call you because when I send this Carl, he won't send it. So Sal Carl Kronberger. He's trying to make his own whack pack. That is real creepy. Letting these goobers come onto his podcast and just sit there in silence. They're jacking off or eating back bacon. I don't know. Did you say yeah. you wanted to have your own whack pack? Did you say you were trying to have your own whack pack, Carl? I've said a lot of things, probably. Okay. Well, somebody's calling to congratulate us.
0: Carl, Vinny. Just wanted to fucking congratulate you on getting past 77 episodes. That's mm-hmm. fucking huge. Uh, so in collaboration, man has a W. She's fucking giving me a credit card. And we're getting Carl some Kid Size Asics, And yes. we're getting Vinny of membership to Jenny Craig. Oh, yeah. yes. Anyways, love you, boys. Um, <laughs> peace out.
2: Very good. I'm an extra large Kid Size shoe. so That'll when, be when nice. When you're buying those. XL toddler.
3: Hey, this is attorney Kevin Orlando. Just wanted to check in to understand Carl's been served. So let's bleed this fucker dry. Uh, We can probably convince him to to settle before we even get to discovery. Um,
2: Yeah, we'll figure it out in the morning. Uh, Have a good day. And uh, that'll
1: be about $125. So if you just want to send that, just go ahead. This Kevin right. Orlando guy, I'm starting to think it's a whole scam. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you. Um, I gave him my cell phone number, but yet he still keeps leaving me <laughs> numbers. He still He's keeps leaving our, our personal business on the voicemail. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, last voicemail.
2: Hey Queen. This is Carl. The creep this week is Vinny. On our trip, he dumped nacho sauce all over a fat woman. He tried on too many
1: shirts when he was shirtless. Then he tried on hats. He was a huge fat butt. He took up too many seats on the airplane. He took up too many seats at the White Sox game. He's an enormous pervert, a fat butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I survived Gary, Indiana. You so, sure did. Carl, can we If do- people haven't listened to your
2: uh, call on Who Are These Podcasts this week, we recapped quite a bit of our trip in Chicago and especially that white size game that was uh, quite fun. We did have a lot
1: of fun. We did. Um, I guess it's time for a scum parade. Hit me up, Carl.
2: Watch out for the scum parade.
1: A Florida man named Marshawn Browning, 24 years old, has been sentenced to 10 years in jail, or I'm sorry, five years in federal prison to be followed by 10 years of supervised release. Now, What did he do? Well- Sounds serious. He decided to go on Twitter and start tweeting child sex abuse images- Oh! And tagging Twitter accounts associated with elected officials, media outlets, and public figures. Okay.
2: So I am- anti-abusing children i am not pro-abusive I children but if you ruin an elected official's day <laughs> good, good job buddy good on you <laughs> there's better ways to do it because you know spend
1: five years in prison you
2: know that ruined that guy's day this guy is like a low-rent jeffrey epstein like he just photoshops bill clinton's face out of guy who's actually fucking a child he didn't um, get the actual
1: video I it. don't want us to harass politicians, but I do think it would be funny. If you have, like, a local-level politician, yeah. just keep sending them links to the creep-off.
2: <laughs> yes! I do want to harass elected officials. I, I know you do. I need to be harassed more often.
1: That, I kind of do, too. Yeah. You know why?
2: Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am wonderful.
1: So let's just do it. Just start tweeting at all the elected officials in your area. Please. That they should listen to the creep-off. And tell them to get a real fucking job. Yeah. Living off our fucking tax money. Agreed. Now, <laughs> this idiot was tagging all these people on Twitter. What was he thinking?
2: He's know. putting CP on Twitter What a fucking moron. <laughs> what what
1: the fuck was he thinking? I mean, he's like just mad at the weatherman. He's like t- he was tagging like media people. Right now my picnic. Yeah. I'll show this guy. Yeah. Tweet everyone. Tweet the weatherman in your area too. <laughs> Tell him to listen to the creep off. Yeah, make sure you tag us at it. The official officers discovered more than 160 images in one video depicting sexual abuse of children on his phone, including some as young as toddlers. Now, they found all these on devices seized from his residence, and the FBI are the ones who investigated this, because when you put things on Twitter, it no longer is local. It right. is now federal. So don't be a fucking moron.
2: Do you think this guy was into CP, or he just thought that he could, like... Grind people's gears a little bit. I don't know. (laughs) It's really
1: odd behavior to do this. Five years in federal fucking prison for this. Well, if he makes it. Don't do it. Good luck. Yeah. What was the name of the guy who was the murderer? Paul Fitzgerald. Yeah. He's going to be next to Paul Fitzgerald. Maybe
2: they could transport him. You know what, though? Paul
1: Fitzgerald, I feel like, would like this guy. He's like, oh, you did it as a goof. (laughs) Yeah. I got another guy over here. I'm going (laughs) to rape and torture later if you want to come and hang out and watch. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: We're, We're boys, though. You're cool. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Lehigh County woman, Lehigh, Pennsylvania, who produced child pornography involving an intellectually disabled girl, is now facing 53 years in prison for her crimes. Zoraida Flores lived in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I've heard of it. I'm living here in Allentown. That's the one. This child has the syndrome of (laughs) (laughs) doubts. Uh she was arrested in 2020 and she is accused of sexually assaulting a 13-year-old girl with intellectual disabilities. Okay. Now, she filmed all of this stuff and guess what social media platform she used to share it? The, the dark web, I would hope. No, 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 Carl. Facebook Messenger. You can't
2: put CP on FB? Doesn't she know Zuckerberg is spying on you and guess what? He's an arc. He's going to tell on you. You
1: can't put CP on FB. You can't put CP on FB. No
2: CP on FB. How is it two stories in a row, people putting child porn on mainstream social media?
1: Yeah. Holy stupidity, baby. And this isn't just pictures of her doing it. She had other people over to abuse this child and filmed that.
2: Oh, so other people got
1: busted too? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. Uh, I hope they all do. So uh, she is. <laughs> can facing- you imagine?
2: You're you're fucking this retarded thirteen year old. Like, hey, what are you doing? What are you gonna do with these images that you're taking right now? You're not gonna put them on Facebook, are you?
0: You're not gonna put them on
2: <laughs> Flickr, are you?
1: Hold on, Where hold on. Where are these a second. images going? At least get my left side.
2: <laughs> That's only my good side.
1: Um, can you use the sepia filter? <laughs> <laughs> can we make this look like old Western times? So like maybe they don't think it's recent. All right. We're going to stay in Pennsylvania, shall we? Speaking of the developmentally disabled. Yes. A Pennsylvania woman locked her developmentally disabled sister in a wooden cage. Yeah. I want to ask a question about this because that's
2: the headline. What does it matter? What type of cage it is? Oh, it's a wooden cage. Oh,
1: okay. That's extra shitty.
2: Is that shittier yeah, than a metal cage?
1: probably. I, don't, I think there's like craftsmanship involved in a wooden cage. That's true. They're not saying this was nice. They're saying it was quite makeshift, and it was in the middle of the living room. Like oh, a fucking okay. animal crate. Like a fucking shipping container. It had gonna, a soiled mattress in it. Yeah, I was going to ask about the soiled mattress, because
2: it just said it's a dirty mattress. Is there a toilet in this in this uh, cage? Is she shitting the bed? Uh doesn't Carl. really say, does it?
1: She got little to no medical care. She had a urinary tract infection and a thing called randomyosis, a potentially life-threatening syndrome caused by the breakdown of muscle tissues. See,
2: now if Dr. Steve were here, he could have pronounced that correctly. and told us what the if fuck it is. Or
1: something is. I don't understand what strip clubs are. <laughs> Well, a strip club.
2: Did you listen to Weird Medicine yet?
1: No. He recounted his uh, experiences with WATP Live. It was a lot of fun. Oh, good. He, I he, talked to him on the phone yesterday. Did you? Yeah, in the car. We chatted for a little while. How was he doing? He's not, he wasn't feeling well, right? No, he was not mm-hmm. feeling well, but I called him just to tell him I hope it feels better and to cheer up, soldier.
2: Good. I'm glad you did
1: that. Yeah, we're not rescheduling them, though, man. When people cancel, I'm fucking done. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, tell you get it, tell one it. chance. Yeah, suck my dick, Cardiff Electric. You're done. <laughs> I'm lucky I'm still on the show. It was five minutes I late just today. wrote off Cardiff Electric, and I wrote off Dr. Steve. You're <laughs> yeah, right? It's in the
2: same category. You're all out of
1: here. Just kidding, Dr. Steve. I love you, you mensch. This kid was getting, like, no care. The family didn't ha- look or care. The mother died, like, seven years before and left the sister in charge of her. And she was just like, you know what? Just about a cage.
2: Well, putting people in cages was fine last year at this time when Trump was in charge. But
1: now it's not cool anymore. Now everyone's against it. Everyone's against the cages. Right. It's out of style now. I never asked you this. Do you get along with your mother-in-law?
2: I do. I love my mother-in-law.
1: Oh, that's cool. She listens
2: to every episode of Who Are These Podcasts and must think very negatively about me. Yeah.
1: Wow. I would imagine. I don't think that it's doing your her perception of you any favors no how about your
2: mother-in-law
1: Vinny, you you married a a sweet uh, southern girl i believe my mother-in-law on our wedding day told her you don't have to do this (laughs) so so she's a smart woman and told this to me at a breakfast i was paying for (laughs) a few years ago that was nice i warned her about you Vinny. i (laughs) warned her i warned her not to trust a yankee (laughs) No, she's all right. I like my mother-in-law. She's fine. But uh, this gentleman, uh, Nathan Hayub, and his mother-in-law did not get along. No. They got into a bit of a disagreement. Now, when the argument began, the pair were on the first floor of a residence. The mother-in-law reportedly ran up the stairs and locked herself in a bedroom in the home. Now, Will's mother-in-law was in this bedroom, refusing to come out, he went to his bedroom and grabbed his sword. Hmm. The man reportedly forced his way into the bedroom where his mother-in-law was hiding. Yeah. He allegedly attacked her and used the, stor- the sword to stab the woman in the chest. So I'm going to say that this
2: is on the mother-in-law because she's not wearing any armor. She put on no armor before this sword fight. That's kind of on her. Yeah. You're not going to last very long in a sword fight
1: with no armor. Yeah. Some chain mail, aluminum foil, anything. So,
2: <laughs> you're right.
1: Exactly. Anything you get your hands on, honey. But uh, this happened in Cincinnati. And when emergency medical responders arrived, they determined that the alleged victim wound was life-threatening. They sent her by air transport. And uh, the police searched for Habab and they reported that they located the man close to the scene of the stabbing. They talked to the man about his involvement in the incident, and detectives were searching for the evidence. They reported they discovered a sword near the victim's residence. They believed it was the weapon used to stab her.
2: Yeah, yeah think! I know, this article was on, like, an attorney's website, right? Yeah. So they can't just come out and say... This was the sword that was used. Like, I mean, it could have been anyone's sword. I mean, yeah. this, this area is lousy with swords just
1: kind of out in the wilderness. I would have so just been like, I pulled this out of a rock over there. I'm the king of England. <laughs> right. You pulled that out of your mother-in-law. Don't lie to us. You're going to jail. I
2: like that she got stabbed with a sword and they determined that it was life-threatening.
1: You think? Mm-hmm. Getting stabbed with a sword is oftentimes life-threatening. And how do you not just, if you're going to stab someone with a sword, how do you not just straight up run them through? Like, if you're going to stab someone with a sword, how do you not just, like, go down to the hilt? Vinny. If you're going to do it, like, you only get to do it once in your life. Vinnie. If you're going to stab some, I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, do it right. Hold on, you get you get your little,
2: uh, what? soundboard. Don't ready. interrupt me, cunt! <laughs> you get your soundboard ready for this. Hey, If you're going to stab your mother-in-law with a sword. Stop it. Get some help. (laughs) Yes,
1: there it is. Don't do it. She is in stable condition, so apparently not a very good sword. (laughs) That's
2: (laughs) this week's Scum Parade, everybody.
1: (laughs) Have you had fun today, Carl?
2: I, I um, found a really horrific
1: person, mm-hmm.
2: and it's messed with my son, And I Keith.
1: co-host a show with him.
2: <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> it's been fun coming back. It's been too long.
1: Yeah, buddy. That's I'm glad to get back to into up. the swing of things. We'll be I back regular time
2: on Monday, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's going to be Dr. Steve or not. He might be dead. Who fucking oh, knows? Oh, could you imagine?
2: Why would you say that? What? Well, I'm just saying you put it out there into the world. Like, that's terrible. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Well, everybody dies, Carl. That's a good point. Yeah, so that is this week's creep-off. Remember, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Ciao, Bella. the testimony of the school custodian who because of a language barrier mistakenly cleaned up the bloody bathroom which he described as a slaughterhouse
3: everyone knows who Ron Jeremy is he's been with over 4,000 women the last 40 years and he claims he's running ahead of Will Chamberlain in that arena there's absolutely no reason for him to ever be aggressive with women, he's had more women than you can count THIS IS STUPID